Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oltman. I am here by myself today. Let me see if I can get this to work. I had to mess with things a little bit today. And, uh, you know, so Max called me and said, Joe, what do you want to talk about? I can't be on for the first hour. He is handling, um, he is a director for a pro-life pregnancy center. And uh, they've had a little bit of issues that they needed to work through to help them work through. So he's helping on that. Um, Before I get started, I do want to actually talk about one of our sponsors. Um, So would you like to run for local office if you knew how? Um, Or would you like to help a Christian conservative candidate to campaign win or serve in office, all while staying true to our shared biblical values? Then you need to get How to Run for Office as a Christian Conservative, the new online course from former U.S. Congressman Bill Redman. It's the only comprehensive campaign training with a biblical worldview. Uh, check it out at runforoffice.training/cd. And uh, to use the special conservative daily discount code of CD10 for an additional 10% off the already of super affordable price in service of our great country, we must all work together to glorify God through government for such a time as this. For all the info, go to runforoffice.training and uh, put in that promo code of cd10 that's charlie david 10 okay so trying to figure out where to where to start on my being fired up and i'm sorry i'm doing all of this myself Uh, everyone say hello to the producer today Um, josh is still gone i think he gets back on on uh, tuesday of next week um so here's my problem it's really simple actually well it's not simple but it is simple and I've been having conversations about this for the last couple of days. And that is there, there's a, there's a disparity of belief in this country. And we talk about what's happening at the border and they talk about compassion on the radical left, you know, and, and it's no mistake that I'm not going to say the words, actually, I'm going to say the words Max can bring it up later, but the left being trash. We know that they're trash. We know that they are everything that they say that they are fighting against. I do believe that there is a large group of people that considers themselves socially liberal. In other words, they they don't care if two uh, gay people get married. Matter of fact, there's an argument to be had that if two people stayed together for 25, 30 years, I'm going to let God figure it out. I'm going to let God figure out, you know, what, how he wants to judge them when they die. But I'm going to accept them where they are, not where I want them to be. I'm going to love on them while recognizing that my belief system does not believe that that is the way that you should live your life. Now, the, the reason why people justify the that is that live together for 30 years. One of them actually passes away. The other family swoops in and takes away everything that belonged to their partner. They don't have the same protections when it comes to uh, Social Security benefits and things like that. So there are things where I think that equality is important to recognize even under these equal beliefs. We can't say that we don't want to be persecuted as Christians and not and, and live our life by example and not accept some of the things that maybe we don't agree with. Now we can fight against it and try to teach people that those things are wrong uh, based on biblical point of view, but we can't sit here and, and say we want one thing, we're not the other. So anyway, so I believe a large portion of our population is socially more liberal. Now, it doesn't mean that you participate in it. it just means that, look, you're just, you, you recognize that they are who they are and they have to make choice. We all have free choices. Now, we can, we can do that. We can say that and we could talk about being a Democrat and some of the things that come out of that. But then we start looking at the things that Democrat, Democrats represent, that the hijacked, radical, terroristic ideology And then we start looking and picking apart the disparity of belief that we have with the radical left and some Democrats. 
One of those beliefs is the open borders. Had a conversation, someone else had a conversation with the, the head of the Libertarian Party in Colorado, one of the heads of the Libertarian Party in Colorado. And so they were going back and forth and she said, yeah, I'm for open borders. It would stop sex trafficking if we just let the borders be open. And I thought to myself, this, is, this woman is a loon. She's nuts. Open borders allow for mass numbers of people who don't have a name, don't have a voice, don't have a social security number, don't and many times have family. We have unaccompanied minors that come across the border. So it does not favor compassion. It favors a smorgasbord of bad people, a smorgasbord for bad people to do things to people that are unsuspected of what's actually happening to them when they come across the border. And no one would know about it. No one would know. They have no name. Sex trafficking through the roof. Harvesting of organs through the roof. It's an unlimited supply. And the Democrats are pushing that open borders. So what they're really pushing is sex trafficking, organ harvesting, and the ability to do bad things to people coming across the border, all in the name of humanity. Remember what we said before about the left. The left is everything that they say that they are fighting against. They are the racists. They are the pedophiles. They are the closet racists. That's what they are. And that va- they have no value. People in, in, in South and Central America have no value to people who don't have a conscience. And the left lacks a conscience. They lack the ability to understand truth. They lack the ability to feel bad about anything that they say or do. That's not hyperbole. That's absolute fact. And if it's not fact, please tell me how you could be for open borders in this country. If you look at it from the U.S. standpoint and you look at it from criminal elements coming up, it makes people in this country less safe. If you look at it from them not having a name, not having a social security number, and even if they did, not having the ability to have a voice, then they become victims of the system that has become a pandemic problem in our country. And that is sex trafficking of women and children. Organ harvesting is a real thing. Sex trafficking is a ridiculously big issue in our country. It's not a small issue. It's a, ma- it's a magnificent proportion we are dealing with sex trafficking in this country. But we're going to have open borders. They're, I don't know. Are they running out of people in the United States? Are they running out of being able to traffic children? Family members selling off their kids? We want a virtue signal and talk about having a heart for other people. It's a facade. What the left is actually doing is saying we are pedophiles and we need more victims. We don't have enough victims here. We don't have enough people that we can feed off of. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me what they're doing on the left when it relates to just the border itself by leaving it open, how it benefits those people down in South and Central America. They're put in the equivalent of camps, given thermal blankets, and now we're seeing that those kids and those people are being subjected to unneeded surgeries. They're being subjected to sexual assault. And we already know that the left stands for no accountability. So what do you think they are doing to the people that are perpetrating and creating victims just in that environment? Yesterday, there was a story about a man carrying an almost dead woman across the river, smuggling her in. Drug traffickers, all the the worst people among us are using that open border to make money off of the most vulnerable among us. They talk about the need for education. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna set aside the border right now. You know, it's obvious that, that the pandemic has become a massive virtue signaling event for us in America, for the radical left. 
that, oh, we need to keep people safe. It's all about safety. If you think what's happening at the border by letting all these people come across is to give them opportunity, you are a fool. There's no opportunity to be gained by the people coming over across those borders, except for the fact that there's no accountability as to who they are. So when they disappear, when they are used as drug mules, when they are used as prostitutes, as young as four, five, six years old, when they are taken from the border and brought to somebody's basement and used for years and years and years, and if you don't think that's happening, it is happening. Jim Cavizio has a movie that's coming out. I don't know if you guys all heard about this, but he talked about what's happening in trafficking children across the border. He's very passionate about it. And people on the left have taken his words and twisted those words. So we've tried to reach out and see if we can actually have him on the show. But one of the most telling parts of what happens on the left is that he goes to be able to take that movie to the next level. It's an, it's an insightful movie that talks about what's really happening. And you know what the radical left does in Hollywood? They go nuts over it. Do not fund it. Do not get it across the finish line. We can't have the American people hear truth. It sounds like the same censorship we have on everything else that centers around truth. That is our border. But, no, 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 wait, hold on. The moral authority are those people that are out there saying that there is no God. I'm not religious at all. These are the people, moral authorities, that satanic rituals and ideas and all those things get put into society. And these are the people that we should rely on to say that what they're doing at the border is because of humanity. Do you believe that? We just started on the border. Sorry, I'm being told to read something now. What am I being told to read? Oh. I don't want to talk about vaccines right now. I'm not there yet. Tell Josh to call back in 10 minutes. Josh, sorry, I'm going to call you back in 10 minutes. I'm not talking about vaccines yet. And I don't want to take a left turn. I want to talk about the things that we're facing right now that are massive issues. So the, the left wants to come out and say that two weeks to slow the spread, let's shut down everything. Now leave the border aside. Now you know what I think about the border. You know what I think about the left. I think that they are creating an entire group of victims to feed their evil. That's what I think they're doing. I will not apologize for it. If you do not support a closed border, you support pedophiles and rapists. A hundred percent, not 50%. Now, are you going to help some people that come across? Sure. But you're going to lose people in that funnel to crimes that I can't even talk about here. Just had a meeting with a woman that is a victim of sex trafficking. She is a, a Hispanic women, woman of sex trafficking. And we're going to have her back on the show as well. But in talking to her, I said, look, we, we have a massive problem of talking about things that we say are doing good while they don't do good. We have a disparity of the belief. And in between that is this propaganda that we're willing to, to speak about. And, and I say what I want to say. I don't ever hide it. I say it all the time. They're pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists. And I have friends that come across and say, Joe, I'm a Democrat. How could you call me that? I go, well, maybe you're not. But are you complicit in that behavior? Are you complicit in that behavior? Are you willing to stomach what they're doing right now to make people unsafe? Hey, it may be terrible down in South and Central America. It might. It might be terrible. Conditions might be terrible. But it goes from jumping from the frying pan into the fire for some of these people. And the young women, the young boys. What do you think they do with young boys when they're, when they're done with them? You think they just let them go? Hey, yeah, just go out there. When they've been used in this environment? Do you think organ harvesting is just a thing that happens in China? We've already seen the, the connection between the CCP and what's happening in our country. You've seen the complicit behavior that happens with Biden and is happening with, hey, nothing to see here. But we're not going to hold China responsible for the genocide that's happening in China. No, it's a cultural thing. It's okay. Let them handle their own deal. It's as clear as day. Now, we get into the pandemic. We get into the things that we talk about in the pandemic. 
And maybe in 10 minutes I'll have time to get through this and I can talk to the, the person that wants to talk about what we've experienced on the vaccines, yeah. We have, if two weeks to slow the spread, we're gonna have a Pearl Harbor moment, Harbor moment. two million people are gonna die, that didn't happen. They said that massive amounts of death will happen in our country. Now we have to come up with a vaccine. They made it illegal to give prophylactics. They made it illegal. So you can't actually take ivermectin. You can't, in some states, if you take ivermectin, if a, ju- if a doctor gives you ivermectin, they can lose their, lose their license. So we're not going to explore that. We're not going to be, how would you say? We're not going to be uh, curious. We're going to ignore the details and the data that comes out. All of these studies that happen, dating all the way back to April of 2020. Massive amounts of studies. You had a doctor that stood in front of, the, of Congress that testified that nearly 100% of the patients that took ivermectin did not contract COVID. Now, in that same period of time, they started working on a vaccine. Now that ivermectin that saves lives, the, the trials look really good. It's a prophylactic. It has no ability to, or not many side effects, none of which that actually resulted in death. We're going to tell people it's illegal for that. But in the same period of time, we're going to hand over the keys of the kingdom to these big bio firms and say to them, listen, you got to come up with a vaccine for us. Here, here's some money. Go do that for us. 90 days in, 90 days, we're going to go ahead and release the vaccine in December of 2020. Okay, maybe it was four months or five months. Oh, the entire time they're telling you that what happened in China, the fact that it was in a, in a, in a, uh, lab. No, no, we're going to fact check that. We're going to censor that. We're going to stop you from seeing that this is controlled narrative. We're going to not let you to even have a conversation about ivermectin, but we're going to tell you that you have to take the vaccine, that this is the safest thing out there. And then thousands of people die either in correlation or causation you choose. But ivermectin doesn't have a side effect of death. But we made it illegal for doctors to speak about it. Frontline doctors that said, hey, listen, we have got to pay attention to science. But it's only one science. Dr. Fraudchi. Oh, I'm sorry. Fauci. Fraudchi. The guy's a fraud. Because it aligned with an ideology and an indoctrination of, of, or excuse me, a, a group of propaganda that they wanted you to swallow. And so they said, you have to take the vaccine. So they gave everybody the vaccine. Some said they wanted to take it. Great. We're going to give you the vaccine. Then they started forcing people to take a vaccine while ignoring the science on ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and Zethromax. By the way, things that have been around for years that have been used in Africa and the Middle East to stop things like malaria. That blocks the virus's ability to reproduce in your body that reduces symptoms. Now we're going to stop that. We're going to force something into your veins that we don't even know what's in it. And then we're going to give those biofirms complete immunity. If you can't see the ignorance and the evil of that, I can't help you. This is just logic, people. I'm just talking logic to you. They want to keep us in a, in a state of being confused and chaotic all the time. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. The sky is only falling if you let it fall. So they got the sheep. We know who they are now. What is it? 80 million people in the United States, 100 million, whatever it is. They got the vaccine. You got thousands of people that died. Acceptable. Not one person should die if we slow the spread and not make them die because, you know, we all lock ourselves in our basement, except for when you want to go to Target or Walmart. But it's acceptable that thousands would die while we ignore the science on prophylactics that can actually help them live. And you think that I should say that the left is not trash, that they are not evil, that they are not everything that they say that they are fighting against. While they virtue signal and tell me that they care about you, they don't give a shit about you. It becomes politics. It becomes a tool that they use in mathematics. 
I'm a math guy. Mathematically speaking, they created enough chaos that they were able to do something like steal the election because that's what happened. They stole the election. Oh, and I just put that in the middle of everything else. All right. So now we have to take a vaccine. And now it was your body, your choice on the left when it was convenient, when you're killing babies, when you're culling the herd of minorities. Tell me that's not what you're doing when you're killing millions of babies and giving them the only choice. You don't walk into a Planned Parenthood and say, what would you like to do? By the way, over here is adoption. Over here is an abortion. There are families that will adopt your baby and give your baby a life. Now, when you walk into a Planned Parenthood, it's, all right, you're pregnant. Here's what we can do. Here's a morning after pill. Get out. That'll be $300. Oh, you can't afford it? Yeah, we'd rather you kill your kid. This is, this, is, this is the left. This is what we deal with. And I'm sorry, it's an inconvenient truth. You don't like it. I'm, I'm sorry you don't like what I'm saying. But now we're not even talking about vaccines that you can go and get if you choose to get it, if you are afraid or you feel that that is good for you. Now you have lotteries that they're creating, financial incentives. Yes, it's a roulette wheel. We are talking about a massive roulette wheel that they are putting in front of you. Massive. That roulette wheel, quite simply, is if you take this vaccine, if you take this vaccine, we'll enter you into a, to win a million dollars. If you want to go back to school when you're in college, if you don't get the vaccine, you can't come back. Now they're punishing you for not taking a vaccine that they built over 90 days while they ignored prophylactics. And leadership on both sides of the aisle is supporting it. This is what evil looks like. And then you, 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 ex, you expect people to, you, to punish them. You have, you have different companies. You have athletes. You have entire industries that are coming out saying, get vaccinated. Because of why? Where's the science? And why are we not talking about the thing that we should be focusing on? And why is Facebook now saying, oh, quietly, not going to censor you if you say that it was actually from a lab? Do you think maybe that they're, they know that they're liable? You think there's some liability to that? Why are we not talking about sanctioning and suing China? We know it came from a lab. We know. We know the gain of function was used. We know that the United States government under Fauci gave them money and grants to use game of function in order to create a weaponized version of this virus to be released into the public that killed massive numbers of people in Wuhan first and then moved all across the globe, crippling economies while they survived and they ate because they knew what they were dealing with. They shared none of that information with the rest of the world. Nope, they kept it so they could cripple our economy. This is China, the CCP. And then we have complicit people who are compromised in our government that say, hey, nothing to see here. But see, like I said before, it's like a volcano that's capped. That truth has got to find a way out. And in the middle of all of it, you know what they tell us? Oh, by the way, there's aliens. I still can't get over that. There's aliens. There's aliens. And you can't, you can't have sex with the aliens. That's actually a thing. I don't, I don't even know what to say when they, when they said that. I went, uh, uh, really? Right? Did, did you not? No, I Shane. Didn't. So I think we have a caller. Do we have a caller? We do have a caller. Brian is on and wants to talk about education. That was the next thing that I was going to talk about, so that leads me into it. Brian, you are on. Thank you for calling. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, it's uh, my name is Rich, not Brian. Oh, well, Rich, welcome to the show. Awesome, thanks. Long-time listener, probably called in two or three times. I used to live out there in Vail. I'm sure you remember our conversation. Yeah, yeah, I do. Excellent. Um, so I wanted to let you know something, that I am so proud and happy about what you and uh, FEC United does as far as starting this, these schools and building these schools around towns. Because I have seen a couple of YouTube videos of people walking around talking to um, young adults in their 20s, 
early 30s and asking them simple American history questions like um, who fought in the Civil War and yeah. who won. Yeah. So I decided to do that experiment at work. And I live in South Carolina in a very, very conservative area. However, the school system seems to be indoctrinating the leftist ideology to where they're not teaching and learning this. I was told that the American Civil War was between uh, France and Germany. Oh, my gosh. And these are kids that are either in senior in high school or first few years of college. Um, they also told me that there were 57 states in the continental United States. Um, I was also told that the there's been four world wars. So kids these days are not learning what we fought for to get where we're at. And I feel like if they don't know what we've gone through and how we've succeeded in in our conflicts as a country and what we've overcome as a country, they don't realize it and we're bound to repeat it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And and one of the problems that we have is that we're not concentrating on that. We're concentrating on gender fluidity and other things inside of our school system that do not teach them how to excel in the real world. It cripples them, actually. Exactly. One good thing about the area and the school district that I'm in right now is that they don't focus heavy on, or if at all, about pronouns and, and gender identity and all that stuff. It's not doesn't seem to be part of the curriculum. Um, my son, he lives out in Vail, and um, he, I have him. He was in a public preschool. Um, I've since put him into a uh, Catholic private school that goes from, it's, uh, you might be aware of it, like Vail Mountain School. Yeah. They have like pre, pre-K. Uh, right across from Vail Mountain School, they have uh, St. Clair's church that does uh like preschool and stuff like that yep yep. so he's he's in there now and he when he was out here in south carolina with me he had a very i put him in school i put him in daycare at the church here he learned the bible he learned prayers he learned singing gospel all that good stuff when he went back out there he wasn't learning any of that in their little community neighborhood preschools so I am worried about what's going on in the school system around this country. It's not talked about enough, and people aren't getting involved enough. Well, I don't, and, and so here's the problem. Um, it, it's, not, it's, not that, uh, it's not that they're not talking about it. It's that the voice of that talking about it is not being amplified because there's too many different weaponizations of technology and media and they have no they have no ability to talk about that from a position of strength that hey this is what the populace feels they're just mimicking and parroting that small minority the evil of our society they're only parroting that and making it seem like most people must actually follow what that minority is is saying yes and the scary thing is these people that you know don't really know much about American history or civics are the ones that are coming into office and, you know, in charge of, of government offices right now. I work with a guy who's going into Homeland Security um, in September, and I had a, a, a little discourse with him at, um, at a bar a couple nights ago. He honestly believes that a um, assault weapon is a machine gun and AR-15 is a machine gun. And he was, he, he couldn't believe that it was so easy for anyone to just walk into a gun show and buy a machine gun. When I say machine gun, he, he attributed an AR-15 as a fully automatic machine gun. Right. And I had to explain to him that's, <laughs> that's wrong. Not true. And, and I had to go through this whole thing and he's like, well, it, it shoots a, it shoots much faster than anything else. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. And the bullet size for, for an AR-15 chambered at 223 is not much bigger than a 22 caliber round. 
like the actual bullet itself, you know. Right. Well, and and but the, he, what it is the the two two three is much. It's bigger than a twenty two round. It fires with higher velocity. Those things are true, but to say that it's any more less lethal or more lethal than another weapon would be false. Exactly, and I, I that's that's what I was getting to. But the fact that this guy who's going into Homeland Security, um, specifically to fight drug traffickers and human traffickers, um, has no idea what the gun laws are in this country to the point where he had to look it up and find out. I told him that you can't go to a gun show and just buy a, buy a gun without a background check. Right. So he had to look that up. He found out I was correct. Then he said, well, what's stopping, what's stopping you from buying a fully automatic weapon and then selling it to me as a, like a private sale? I'm like, well, well because you have to get a background check and that's not what the law states. He was all right. So in South Carolina, there is you can do private sales. Like private sales, I can, you can. sell. Yes. I, I can sell a gun to somebody else without having to do a background check. Correct. And if I have a, so am I able to get a federal license to buy a fully automatic weapon? No, no. You, hold on. Say, there's say it again. no. There's, you you can buy no a civil- sear. You can buy a sear. You can buy something that that actually is a, a part of a, a component. That allow you to to um, anything pre nineteen eighty four. I think it's eighty four. But no, you can't. So I just can't. Walk I up. can't. A, a normal civilian cannot go into a gun store and buy a fully automatic weapon. Uh, right? Ever, ever, ever. Okay. He is under the assumption that there are people out there in this country enough to make a statistic out of it, to where they can sell their fully automatic rifles to a private party without doing a background check that's not true that's absolutely exactly. not true. and these are the these you are the people that are going into our homeland security yeah well and they you know you talk about the atf director that they wanted to put in to uh run that that said that he wanted to outlaw 223s ar-15s these are the same people that turned ar into assault rifle which is not what ar and ar-15 exactly. means exactly yeah. So, well, thanks for taking my call. I really absolutely. appreciate it. I I hope a lot more people do what you're doing as far as the education system, and I think that that needs to be um, loudly preached from the highest mountain. Well, I think that I think there's more people waking up. Unfortunately, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge people on waking up and being more vocal, becoming advocates, becoming ambassadors, because it's necessary for us to get to a place where 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 frankly we win. We're winning now, exactly. but in order to stay, the, pr- the problem with conservatives is that we don't have the proper stamina. We don't, and I'm not even talking conservatives. I'm talking to people that are just constitutionally centered. It's not just conservatives. People that are constitutionally centered don't have stamina. They're like, okay, we're back on the right track. Now I can go back to doing what I was doing. We can never take our eyes off the ball again. They are constantly trying to take away everything that we represent, everything that we stand for, killing opportunity for future generations. So if we do not take the stand right now that we're going to constantly be in this fight, we will be in the same place five years from now, ten years from now, after we're done bringing it back. Agreed. All right, Rich, thanks for calling. I appreciate you very much. Have a great weekend. And remember what this weekend is about. It is Memorial Day weekend. God bless you. Thank you. Bye. So uh, we, we now we're on education, and I think we have another call, caller. I think, wait, we do have another caller, and it is up. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the air med read now, okay? I'm going to read it first. So we, we, uh, this part of the segment is brought to you by, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Air Med Care Network. So we all want to make sure our family is protected in a medical emergency. What many of us don't realize is that the health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why Air, Care, Air Med Care Network membership is so important. I did tell you guys that I am a member. Um, it's amazing. They've reached out to me now two or three times to, to ask me about um, different information and things that I might need to protect my family. Um, so a- AMCN providers are called upon to transport more than 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Um, you do have the ability to have an offer. I don't see the offer in here. Daily. Use the, use the uh, um, offer code daily, D-A-I-L-Y, 
um, and you will get a gift card up to $50. Okay, I read it, and I'm terrible at reading it, and I'm sorry, Air Care Merit, Air Care, Air Med Care Network. <laughs> I am actually a member, um, and you should get it, but uh, um, I'm not going to do it as smoothly as Max does. All right, so let's go ahead and bring Gammy Sparkles on. Is she on? Okay, Gammy. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm great, and I hope you all are great. Everybody, I love y'all. And Joe, happy yes. day after your birthday. I sent you a digital birthday card, too. I saw anyway, it. I didn't get to open it because I thought it was. Uh, I thought somebody was trying to troll me. Now that I know that you, no, I'll open it. It's from me. All right. I'm accountable. I'll right. stand for myself. Awesome, Now, awesome. listen up here. I got a quickie, and then I want to read something with your permission. Okay. And I'm, I, I, I have an agenda. Number one, on Tucker last night, a man named Sean McBrarity yep. went against the school board, and they wouldn't let him go to his twin daughter's graduation. You might – this guy is brave, and I'll, I'll keep the name and email it to you if you ever want to have him on because he's fighting as a parent. Now, that's it. That was just a sidebar. Okay. I did something this morning, and I would like to be accountable to you and to everybody – and please, please don't. I am not bragging. I'm not, you know, oh, look at great old stupid ass granny. No, this isn't about that. I got so fired up watching this morning, uh, re-watching from last night to Tucker and Hannity. And so I wrote something, and I want you all to know, because if I can do this for five hours this morning, you guys can do it for, you know, 10 minutes, yeah. once or twice a day. And I'm going to read you what I wrote to the GOP and anybody that I friended, like Jordan, Cruz, Bongino, you name it, uh, the Senate GOP. And here's what I wrote to them. It's short. It's a Twitter. Um, it's a tweet. I demand, okay, it's a and, I, and I, I, I didn't spell out the word, F-U, da, 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 da. That's how mad I was. I demand you stop all push for young children, babies, be vaccinated until we get to the real crimes against humanity. As a citizen of our great nation, I demand you stop this crime now. The ads, all PR to sell shots. Stop killing us now. Gammy Sparkles here and really pissed. 15-year digital warrior and I have had enough of the globalists attacking us all over the world. Enough stand up for our great nation and stop it all. Sorry about some of the language, but if you thought something was life and death, would you be screaming at the top of your lungs? Well, I am very frightened and, re and read enough to see some horrible stuff happening. Thank you for your considerations. That was part one. Right. That went to just anybody like GOP. Then I decided, you know, what the hell is wrong with me? We have two senators in Colorado and a lot of other people who are Democrats, and I usually don't hit them hard because I'm afraid they'll dox me. You know, I'm afraid they'll come after me. Yeah. Well, I bit the bullet. This went to Senator Bennett, and it went to Senator um, um, Hickenpooper. And um, so here goes. Is it, what I did was I sent them a small paragraph and added what I just read you to the bottom and popped it to them and a bunch of other people. I am going to be honest. I am a registered Republican. I have not and have not agreed with almost anything you do, but the ATF guy wanting to destroy gun rights to our 100 million law-abiding, nonviolent citizens who do vote both aisles is like a horror show. Are you truly not watching what is happening to our nation with some shame from the left? Please do not take too much offense, but I am still a citizen, old lady, and am aghast at what is being done by the Democrat Party if Kennedy were alive, he would not even be a blue dog Democrat. He would have moved to the Republican Party. You and I both know the majority of conservatives are law-abiding, nonviolent people. Do you not see the treason of violations to our national security, our border, kids raped, trafficked, and cartels running wild? Do you really want this for your family and mine? These things are being allowed by your party. It is breaking my heart. It is not about right and left anymore. It is about survival totally. And P.S., this is what I sent to the GOP today, Jeannie Rush, 
and then I sent that note about the babies. And I'm scared shitless because I said, spent five hours on the damn popping to so many people. Somebody going to come whack me. But if they do, I'm riding out in, in truth and, and honor. So there you go. If I can do that, and I'm you know pretty much on my own, you guys can write your Congress. You can make a call, make an email, shit, do something because now it's 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 live or die. We, we there's no more time. That's it, Joe. Yeah, no. Hey, listen, Gammy, tell tell everyone that you're a grandma. I'm not just a grandma. I'm a great grandma. I'm a young great grandma. But I, I want to <laughs> bring. I'm, so I want to bring that up because I said that the two most courageous, the reason why our country will be preserved will be because of two groups of people. One, grandmas. You, you don't want to, you do not want to piss off a grandma. I certainly don't want to piss off a great grandma. And number two, well, women. you better believe it. W- women are. Much- and I got a new thing for my go bag. I got a hatchet now. So watch out for my ass. <laughs> Okay, I'm being crazy. Yeah, so I, I um, I I want to thank you because you always fire me up, and it is a Friday, and it is Memorial Day weekend, and I'm so uh, I'm just glad that uh, I have you on our side and that you are in this fight with us. So, Gammy, have a great weekend. God bless you. I'll see you at the next FEC event, and I definitely will see you on June 24th for the I hope so. One Voice United. Are you going to be America. on the Saturday one? I'm sorry. Are you going to be at the Saturday one? Saturday event? Yeah, in I'm, Fountain. Yeah, I'll be I'll be at that event. I got to get a ride, but I or I might try to drive if it's day okay. hours, but we'll see. All right, all right. God be, God bless you, Gammy. Love you guys. Right. Don't give up the fight. Oh, we're not giving up the fight. Hold Appreciate the line. You. All right. So that was Gammy, longtime listener. She calls in every now and then. Love to have her. We have another caller that wants to talk about elections and Dominion. And his name is Charlie. Hopefully the uh, producer did a good job on this one. Charlie, welcome to the show. Charlie. Yes. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. What, do, what would you like to talk about? Well, voter fraud. Okay. Biggest problem facing our nation today. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it's the main problem. It is. Other than immigration. Uh, But I I get my my cell phone text loaded up with all these politicians, Republicans. They all want me to send them money so they can get reelected in two twenty. Right. But I think they're snake oil salesmen because unless they straighten out this uh, voter fraud situation, uh, there's no way in hell they're going to make it. Well, that, now we get to boycott and boycott, right? And putting our money where our mouth is. And this is why I believe it's so important. Everything seems to evolve around money. So if you if they if they yeah. want you to donate money to these politicians, then they need to put their money where their mouth is. You need to say, look, I will give you money. If you speak up about election fraud and these election systems, Dominion voting systems, ESNS, and Smartmatic, you got to get rid of them. They got to go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know, I, you know, this is the first text I've ever got where I can answer somebody. You, you go to them and they all donate ten dollars, but they don't tell you how they're gonna how they're gonna do this, what yeah. they're gonna do with the money or anything. They're just snake oil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't know how how you get these people to uh, the politicians like Leslie Graham and a bunch of those others actually say there's voter fraud. But you, the, they, they seem to be afraid of it. They, they're not afraid of it. They're afraid of truth. They're, they're left yeah. Republicans. They're trans Republicans. These are people that say that they stand up for the American people while they say, we know what's best. Go sit down over there. We'll take care of business while our societies erode around us. Right. But how do we, how do we get the word out? Uh, you know, like what they're doing to Mike Lindell now. They're not standing up for him. Yeah. Fox isn't even standing up for him like he used to. Yeah, I stand up for Mike Lindell every chance I get. Every single chance I get to speak up for Mike Lindell. Matter of fact, let's put that up there right now while we have Charlie on the call. If you go to my pillow and you use CD21, that's Charlie David 21, you can save up to 66%. You can also get a 
queen size pillow for only twenty nine ninety five. That's nearly I think seventy percent off. Sixty five. I'm bad at math right now. Um, but you, you, please support Mike Lindell. He's got a ton. You of know what, what? What they need to do though is they need to go to see his absolute truth in the other videos he's got. Yeah. And it, you can see the absolute proof there where he's got the, uh, for the PIM, what's the, what do you call it for the computer addresses? Yeah, IP addresses. He's he got the IP addresses yeah. for all the computers that the voting machines were used in the United States in every county. And then he's got the IP addresses the votes went to or were sent to. He's got that IP address and that IP address what it sent back. Yeah. And then at the very end of the stuff, it's got how many votes they took Trump down. Well, and, it, and it's it, right there, all in a spreadsheet. It it is in a spreadsheet, and I I need you I need you to know something. It, it he collected all this information and put it together. And what the left has done is they let they've let things leak out there that are possibilities, they're theories that you don't actually need China to get involved in. It can be done with something as small as this phone, right? Right. A phone could be used. A phone could be used yeah, just to, to, to steal the election by creating, um, by having enough data to push it in. I, I use a phone, something the size of this. It could be hidden in plain sight, which, by the way, Eric Coomer's um, uh, Instagram <laughs> handle is hidden in plain sight for all to see. <laughs> so it, it uh, and he is the uh, director of strategy and security at Dominion Voting Systems. He's also the one that reposted Antifa Manifesto and was anti-American, anti-police, um, and anti-Trump for years and years, but he has no bias. Just ask him. Yeah, but if he's got this proof, why can't these politicians pick up on it and do something other they, than afraid? They don't want to do that. See, they're afraid of the erosion of what is the what appears to be a non-chaotic environment. You know, it's the reason why I have a problem with the aristocratic environment on the conservative side anyway that they want they want to pick their guy it's like it's like a uh getting a homecoming king or queen it's a popularity contest and and if if i'm if charlie if if what i'm saying is wrong then why is the main question that is used we talked about this today main question that is used is when you when you pick a candidate is who would you want to have a beer with who is the candidate you want to have a beer with you know this this question was used with trump and and carry back in years. I was just reminded of that today. Um, you look at the what is what is the most likely person that you want to sit down and have a beer with, and that's the person you need to have run for office. Why is that even yeah, the case? Why, why is it that we don't talk about policy? We don't talk about what's best for the American people, people that are willing to go back in the well, community. They, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, they'll talk about what their policy, what they're going to do, but once they get into the swamp back there, why then they're they're a hundred degrees out. Correct. They get amnesia, right? There's a there's a thirst for what you just said, which is money. How do we raise more money? 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 Yeah. Give me more. Give me more. And then they use fear tactics, while not supporting the things that need to be supporting, in order to make us better. In other words, they say we're going to go fight for this stuff. Give us some money, and then they go out there and say, "Yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's not upset these people. Let's negotiate." Right. <laughs> we do, we should never negotiate with terrorists. Well, I, I just got a text from Tim Scott wanting money <laughs> yeah. while we're talking. Well, like, I mean, it's getting, getting frustrating. Yeah. So the, the the reality of it is, we become fatigued financially too. Yeah. Because everyone wants money from you. Everyone. Yeah. You don't see it, the big names. You don't see them doing anything about it. No. But I do think people like Lauren Boebert are people that I would support. And the reason why I would support Lauren Boebert is because she stands up. Tim Scott, actually a guy that does stand up. He speaks up. Yeah, he talks he about election fraud. He's a person I would support. I think every candidate that actually supports the fact that we need accountability in our election system and it should not be a for-profit entity that is running our the voice of the American people, it shouldn't be a private equity firm that's building out code that is massive, massive code Th- those companies should not be making a massive profit off of the voice of the American people. This should never happen. It should, that's your right. They shouldn't. So those people they are the ones that I would give to. 
you know, Bobert, I'm going to buy her 100%. Yeah. That gal from Georgia, too. The blonde from Georgia. Yeah, look, there's some, there are some good ones, but only if they're willing to stand up and talk about election fraud. Not, not yeah. talk about well, it might have happened. We know it happened. We have the proof. Yeah. It's massive, the proof. Why would right. they spend over $100 million? Folks, they have spent nearly $100 million trying to stop the Maricopa County audit. Why? Yeah. Why well, are Democrats have Right, because all yeah. they want to do is seek and destroy... And, and frankly, Charlie, it's going to take us standing up. I do want to tell you that giving to candidates that do stand up is something you need to reward them with because they do need to stay in office. We need to make sure that they stay in office. Yeah, we'll see what happens in, in 2020, but if uh, or 22, but if nothing happens there, boy, we're screwed. The country's gone. All right, Charlie, we'll give you the last word before we uh, before I let you go for the weekend. You can have a, a Memorial Day week or Memorial weekend. Hopefully, have a great one. Well, you too. Anything else you yeah. want to you tell the tell your tell our listeners? Well, just hang hang in there. But we got to get the word out that what and get these politicians to do something. I don't know how to do it, but you send them letters, and they've got people that read them. And I've I've talked to uh, people. There are people when you call the phone, and no, oh, they've never seen that. What Mike Lindell's got or that absolute proof. Uh, even the, your, your call screener hadn't read, read it yet. So. Right. All right. Well, hey, God bless you, Charlie. Have a great weekend, and we will see you again on Monday on the show. Hopefully, we get to you get to hear us on Monday. All right. We have another caller, and since it is Open Line Friday, and I am fired up, and I'm not getting through all my fired upness, but I think we'll probably have an opportunity to get a little bit more fired up on the second half as well. As well as uh, one of our, the CTO of, <laughs> of the company that I founded, wanted to give me a birthday video. So we'll be playing that early on in the second hour as well. I think you'll find it funny. They turned conservative daily into liberal daily and uh, decided to do a spoof. So we'll be, t- we'll be watching a little bit of that as well. Um, but right now we have Sue. Sue is a teacher in Florida who is conservative and wants to talk about being a conservative in a liberal occupation. Sue, are you with us? Yes. Hi. Hey, thanks for calling. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, thanks for everything that you do. Um, you guys are amazing. I um, used to be, you know, a Democrat teacher, you know, enough, enough said with that. Um, I started paying attention, you know, during the Obama administration and, really started to ask questions and really started to, to look for fact and truth and data. And um, it's, it's unbelievable what's going on. Um, I'm actually very fortunate to be in a, in a private school setting. You know, we say the pledge every day. Yes. We say a prayer every day. And, um, you know, it's the highlight of my day with those kids, just letting, you know, watching them do those, those important rituals. Um, on the flip side, I'm I'm kind of a wimp because I'm I'm hiding. You know, my all all my my esteemed colleagues think I voted for Biden. I mean, they just assume, and it's you know I, I'm slowly coming to grips with like I'm part of the problem if I don't speak up. Um, the first thing I'm doing is educating myself. You know, paying attention, scrutinizing, um, but it's. You know, I want to know your thoughts on this. Like, I'm a, I'm a single person, and I'm, you know, I'm not tenured. I'm at a private school, so, um, you know, enough parents find out that I don't have the same beliefs as they do. I should yeah. be gone. Well, and what what's weird about that is that you become the silent one. You become the one that they the oppressed. I mean, in in essence, there it it, and if you do speak up, you can't take care of your family and so so i mean how do you handle that how do how do you how do you feel knowing that oh it's it's unbelievable i mean i all i do now is really try to educate myself and i really try to i mean listening to you guys every day but also you know going on DuckDuckGo, going on all of the sites that you know if you see all the things you guys are suggesting and i'm you know, watching the Antrim County stuff, the Maricopa County stuff. I mean, 
you can't make all that up. And no, you so can't. I do I feel like people who are educated who you know, the problem in Florida, you know, people just see the the people with the F Biden flag and think we're we're just all vile. Well, that's just there's a lot of educated people down here that are really, really pissed off. I mean, and we are ready to speak. We don't want to become complacent, but we have to make sure it's not at the in putting our jobs in jeopardy, you know what I mean? So yeah. I I feel like it's coming out. I feel like it's a, it's a slow process. I don't like that I'm depressing myself. I know I'm part of the the problem, but I have a plan. You know, I want I want this to surface a bit more, and I feel like there's more of us than than people think. I mean, I already even in in my community, I can tell people are are, are waking up. Well, let me let me ask you this: Have you thought about talking to other teachers? Have you had any of those conversations with other teachers about what's going on to feel out those that can you can create some sort of um, union with? I have. There's there's a few of us who have spoken. Um, one friend of mine, you know, he's a, um, a former Marine. So enough said. It, it, we have very similar beliefs, and um, everyone knows I'm incredibly patriotic. Um, you know, my, and I feel like I'm, I'm associating with those people who are excited about, you know, Memorial Day weekend and they know what it means and they, and they, they back the blue. And, you know, I talk about my friends who are police officers and there's a, there's a dynamic police officer that lives in my community. And I think, you know, he goes to work every day and, and he could be killed and people are, are mad at him. Like, how dare, how dare people? How dare people put their themselves in in that in his shoes? I mean, it's just it's incredible. So, yes, we have there, but um, there's a, really only a few of us, and I would say a majority of um, the, the community are they're just they just they're just happy Trump's gone. Right. See, they didn't they didn't vote for Biden. They voted against Trump, and that's the problem. Yeah, but you you combine that with a person that they they lie in every way, shape, and form. It's hard, as I was saying in the first part of the hour, it's hard to ignore what's happening at the border and not recognize that it gives them the ability to create victims. It gives them the ability to hurt people and do it without anyone having a voice or anybody even knowing they exist. It, it's It's almost like having serial killers and serial rapists and everything else being able to just feed off of these innocent people that are being told you have opportunity, they get here and they get stuck in a basement somewhere. And I'm not saying it happens every time, but us not speaking up allows that to continue to fester, continue to happen. We need to speak truth. And I know you're in a, you're in a tough position being a teacher, but I, I'm going to encourage you to, to seek out more teachers. And even if you do it in a covert way, they do it in a covert way. They, they try as much as they can to create these coups against different companies. That's why this wokeism has become a, a major problem is because they, it's almost like a sleeper cell. And, and I guess I'm For encouraging sure. you to be For a sleeper sure. cell as well. And I, I mean, but I can put my head on the pillow at night and, and sleep through this. And I, I know I do good every day, you know, to the best of my ability. So that I, I think we as conservatives have that on our, on our side. Yeah. Um, and and I do think people are are waking up. And I, I you know, when you all first started and, and all this, it, it, it sounds so crazy. If it you does. If you think about everything you all have talked about, everything I've read, everything I've researched, books, et cetera, you know, and you get off of mainstream media and it, it really seems like it, it, there's no way it could happen. But right. on the flip side, a lot of a lot of people that I know who are, are incredibly you know, highly educated people, who are left or Dems or whatever, they they're watching ABC, CBS, and NBC. Like they they're on Facebook, so they don't they're not knowing that there's this whole other arena out there that is that they're suppressed. Like I don't even know if they know they are. I think they think it's crazy. Yeah, they think it's crazy because they can't imagine. These are typically good people. They can't imagine the evil of others. They can't imagine that that evil would be something that permeates an entire group of people. They can't fathom it. You don't wake up thinking to yourself, how can I mess with somebody else? 
But there is a group of leftists that that's what they wake up thinking is how can I hurt somebody else? How can I go out there and wreak havoc on someone else's life? It's, it's a sad but true thing when you're dealing with evil. And, but most people can't fathom it. They can't fathom the idea that they can't, they can't grasp that there could be this much election fraud, that the borders are open because people can take advantage of and manipulate and hurt women and children. They, they can't think, they can't, they, they can't mentally see that as a, as a reality. Until you actually get to the, the bottom of it, you start looking at what they're doing in schools and just looking at data. If we start looking at data more succinctly, you will find a correlation to every single thing that is happening in this country, that there's a reason why they're doing it, especially on the education side. Yeah. Yes, yes, and I'm you know, definitely one of the more fortunate um, teachers out there. Um, it, it does really infuriate me what happens with the union and whatnot. Um, I, I work incredibly hard, and, it's, it's, and I know there are other teachers who do as well, but I think that you know, the, uh, to the teachers out there who are listening, who, who sat around, during remote learning, when we were when we were tirelessly trying to reach every single kid through a screen, I mean, shame on them. And I really hope that they they think twice because it's these kids who who were stuck on computers for too long were seeing an incredibly incredibly decline with their their social, emotional, mental well-being. So you know, forget about math and reading and writing. What about all the other all the other problems that are coming up because right. these kids were stuck on screens too long. Well, and it, it gets to the function of being able to adapt in our society. And it, it, we haven't even talked about my rant related to kids and what's happening with the mass suicides and mental health issues that we're seeing today. We, we have, um, you, you know, I started diving into this data um, a couple of days ago but the coroner's office are supposed to release a report that talks about suicides and are they up, are they down? And in Colorado, they've only three of the coroners have actually released those reports. The other ones are holding them. They're typically done in February. So I started checking into other states and that same trend is, is carrying through most metropolitan areas. They're not releasing those suicide statistics because they are alarmed by them and they don't want to sound the bell and say that, hey, you guys were right. They don't want to say we're right more important to uh, you know save face than to give the information to the american people well, i tell you what i want to i want to yeah. say i want to thank you for all the first of all for being a great teacher and for standing up for your students and doing what you can to stay in this fight so we're gonna i'll let you i'll give you the final word sue well well i appreciate that more than you know um i really really do want to, I will have a voice. I will become brave when I feel like I, my income, you know, that I won't be homeless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but I do also want to look into being a precinct leader. I was on a few websites. Um, it, it's a little trickier to find um, than I thought. Do you have yeah. any, any other tips? So you can actually go to your local um, GOP office. And that's where you can get that information. You can just pick up the phone and call them and they will get you that information as well. You can attend a GOP meeting and tell them you want to be a precinct leader. Uh, some of them actually do hide that information because it does weaken their establishment and giving them the ability to control what votes go which way. But uh, I can, I, I, that's why I had trouble finding it. A hundred percent. All right. Hey, thanks for coming on. Sue. thanks for your comments. God bless you. Have a great weekend. When we come back, we are going to be joined again by Max. He is going to be back on the show, as well as we have somebody waiting on hold. Debbie is going to talk to us as well. She lives in New York and wants to talk about liberal college requiring students to be vaccinated, and she has a daughter entering college. We'll hear it from a parent's standpoint. Stay with us. We'll be right back for the second hour. Hit the share button, and we'll see you in one minute after this brief break. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. 
Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call to action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top. Ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back. And your hosts, Max McGuire and Joe Oldman.